first know as clearly as possible the purpose why as to why you're going to meditate. What is meditation? What is it that you're going to do with it? Play it in your mind over and over again until it transforms into a strong determination. Feel the emotions, the energy connected with this determination. And let your whole being in accord takes on this determination and it naturally seeks the posture that is conducive to meditation because it knows meditation is absolutely necessary to fulfill the objective of your determination. So just let this determination seek, sink into your body. So you don't have to force your body to adapt to the proper posture. All you have to do is just let it be. Holding on to this infused, yeah, the awareness of this infused <coughs> determination throughout your whole being. Bring your attention to the legs and simply let them find that posture that is both conducive to meditation, that is stable <coughs> and comfortable. And do the same with the hands. Just bring your attention there, holding to that determination. And just let the hands find the posture where they are both comfortable and stable. Let the back find the natural posture, natural straightness and comfort. Now allow yourself to become mindful of the sense of ease that is now descending on the body. And with the back in the proper posture for meditation, feel a sense of confidence coming through the back itself, the posture itself. Center your head and neck so you don't have to consciously hold them in place. Let the mouth, teeth, tongue rest in their natural places. You can have your eyes opened, closed or half opened. Whichever you find most conducive for you. Perhaps also bring your attention to the muscles of the face and start to feel now form the intention to keep the continuity of awareness unbroken while you follow the breath. And bring your attention to the breath no intention to control the breath, no intention to force the mind to focus on the breath. Do not even concern yourself with what to do about distraction. Your only concern is as you are breathing in, you know you are breathing in. As you are breathing out, you know you are breathing out. Breathing in, you know you're breathing in. Breathing out, you know you're breathing out. And whatever else your senses are picking up, whatever else may be happening in the mind, is of no concern of yours. Don't try to chase them, don't try to hold them.
aware of holding on to a continuity of awareness following the breath. with a sense of ease are you aware that it is deeper is it the same is the sense of ease reflected in the breath is it reflected in the mind and are you aware you bring in your awareness to the sense of ease do not let your awareness disturb it sense of ease. Bring your attention now to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. Bring it to the forefront of the mind while you're focusing in that space. focusing in that space, waiting, waiting for the means through which you will achieve the objective of your determination to appear, the infallible means and start to feel the presence of a bright being, a bright presence the very infallible means through which you will achieve your goal. Your infallible guide. Taking a form made entirely of light. And finding that measure of conviction that you are indeed in the very presence of what is for you. Your own very personal infallible means to achieve your goal. holding on to that measure of conviction. In your mind, show your reverence, prostrate. Of being in the very presence of all that 
you need to depend on to achieve your highest goal. So entrust yourself. Place yourself under its protection, under its guidance. Take refuge. Take refuge recalling your determination. what you're seeking in this very session you know what your obstacles are and knowing that these obstacles are present due to your own actions you develop a strong sense of regret and knowing that these obstacles are placed in your path depend, have, having dependent dependent on your habitual tendencies you find them unreliable now so you seek a more dependable more reliable dependent and that's your infallible guide the embodiment of the three jewels for protection and guidance and strength take refuge Trusting yourself from the strength that you feel I make a promise to restrain in the future. Not to allow yourself to have your actions motivated by the weaknesses that created the obstacles you're experiencing. Make your promise according to your capacity. due to the sincerity of your action, your promise, and the strength you feel. Now make a promise to do something to make up, to consciously do an action, whether it is with your mind, or with your speech, or your body, that is as much as you know, in accordance with compassion, love and wisdom. And feel the sense of lightness brought on by the sincerity of these four powers. And let the mind rejoice.
feel the momentum you've generated so far. Hold on to it. Turn your attention to sentient beings. Looking at the fallible guide. And be aware of how through your infallible guide you're connected to each and every enlightened being. And from this revelation, immediately start making requests on behalf of such things, suffering beings that they come into our lives, stay with us, show us how to truly end pain, show beings how to find true happiness. to this very wish. Be aware of the momentum that you've built up so far and direct the energy of this momentum towards your meditation that by dedication. Dedicate the momentum you've gained so far to succeed in your meditation. Focus on the awareness that the very embodiment of what you are aspiring to achieve is in front of you and you wish to be closer. And immediately, just from your wishing it, your infallible guide comes to the crown of your head. Feel that bright presence above your head. feeling yourself bathing in the light of your infallible guide. You make strong wishes to be free of your obstacles, beg to be blessed, make strong wishes to realize what you seek to realize. Recalling again the very embodiment of what you're aspiring to achieve is right above your head. Now you aspire to become inseparable. And due to the strength of your aspiration, that form dissolves into a point of light. See and feel that point of light descend through the crown of your head. See and feel that point of light entering your heart center. And there finding your mind and becoming inseparable. And whatever being inseparable means to you, hold on to it with affirmation. For as long as the affirmation can be remain sincere. Mm-hmm.
bring your attention back to the breath. Breathing in, know you are breathing in. Breathing out, know you are breathing out. And slowly become aware of the body again. Staying aware of the breath. still on the uh, eighth verse of the eight verses of mind training. Uh, we're still trying to, uh, now we've, I guess we've covered two or four of the, uh, of the eight extremes. Um, we're not going to go too much in, into the eight extremes tonight, tonight, but I don't want to go too much into, uh, into lecture. So, Try to give you as much time as possible so you can meditate. So you can meditate. Now, when you, when you, the reason that you, when you are studying uh, wisdom, and you're given such a broad, uh, strong philosophical understanding of of what is wisdom, what is emptiness, what is the ultimate, what is the conventional, so that in your meditation, when you start to have natural experiences, you will not freak out. Okay. But when you're doing your meditation, you're not supposed to be doing you're not doing you're not supposed to be doing philosophizing. You're supposed to be doing meditation. You're seeking experience. You're not seeking to write a dissertation on Nagarjuna's Bula um, Madhyamika. Okay, you're seeking to understand directly what Nagarjuna spent all his time trying to explain. And in the uh, in the in that doesn't exist. Then you bring that into your into your meditation, or which 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 object doesn't exist, which object exists. That's philosophizing. Okay. Uh, as far as as far as your experience is is concerned, what what object doesn't exist? As far as your experience is concerned, as far as your everyday experience is concerned, you already have the object that doesn't exist. It's what you perceive all the time. So when you're doing your meditation, trying to figure out what the object that doesn't exist is wasting your time. You already have the object that doesn't exist. That very sense of you as you are right now is the object that doesn't exist. So if you try to do your meditation trying to find the object that doesn't exist, then you, what you're doing is you're philosophizing. You're not seeking direct experience. What do you start with? That very sense of me that you have right now. That very conviction that you have right now about what is real and what is not real. That is what you're seeking, that's what you're looking for with, uh, with, uh, with sincerity. You're looking to really establish it. You're, really, you're looking to, find, to really find it. Don't begin your meditation on wisdom thinking, oh, there's the inherently existent object, that's the object that doesn't exist, and the object that, oh, there is that rack over there, there is the floor, there is the building. That very sense of it that you have, that is the object that you're supposed to be seeking to really establish whether it exists or not. If you begin with, there is the self-existence I that doesn't exist, I'm not going to find it, and there's the real me that exists, which is the mere me, already you're, you're fooling yourself. Why? Because the only way that we can perceive right now, if you're not a fully enlightened being, if you're not in, the, if you're not in direct perception of emptiness, is wrongly. So even when you hear Nagarjuna's incredible uh, uh, dissertation on, on, on emptiness, and you're, you're reviewing it, everything that you have in your mind is wrong. 
because you're holding it with the mind that only perceives wrongly. So when you hear you're empty, oh yeah, I'm empty, those words in your mind are wrong because you're, you're, you're saying it with a mind that only perceives wrongly. The only time when you see rightly is when you directly perceive emptiness, when you directly perceive the true nature of reality. And the only way you get to see that is to accept, is to accept what you have right now and work with it. Uh, a lot of, uh, w- one of the obstacles that prevents us from gaining deep experience of, of, uh, of wisdom, self-existent self, those very exotic terms, we, ho- we bring them in, into, our, into our meditation. You don't bring those exotic terms into your meditation on wisdom. Okay. There's no need for you to look for the self-existent self for you to negate. You already have it. It's what, you, it's what you think you are right now. It's what you feel you are right now. That is a self-existent self. And now, when you enter meditation, you have a sense of self, and you're going to look for it, and you're going to look for it not with the idea that you're not going to find it, but with, with, with a sense of conviction, I am going to find it. Okay? And when, okay, now this is philosophy, when you don't find it, it's supposed to freak you out. Because the only you that you know of is the you that does it, that's the wrong you. That's the only you that you've, you've known. And now you completely lose it. You can't find it. And that's, and that's why it's, it is, uh, in the sutras it is said, once you get to that point, you're supposed to have patience. You're supposed to be able to bear the truth that you, you, the you, the you that you thought exists doesn't exist at all. And you feel that you've fallen into an, uh, a bottomless pit. And there's no, nothing to hold. Well, whatever you thought, that was wrong. <laughs> because you're seeing it with the mind of ignorance. You cannot see the you that really exists. You cannot understand, you can have some understanding of it. And that also tells you something about the conventional and the ultimate. The conventional is what is, what exists. The ultimate is what doesn't exist. But, no one, no ordinary person has seen the conventional. Whatever we see, we see it wrongly. So we don't see the, conven- we don't see the conventional. What is the conventional? It is saying it in these terms, whatever exists, exists interdependently. If you see, in, if whenever you're looking, whenever you're looking at something, you're directly seeing interdependence, then you're seeing the conventional. And when you're looking for something beyond that, something ultimate, you cannot find that. That's what that ultimate means. Alright, so, say I'm supposed to do, do uh, meditation, more time for meditation. So you're going to meditate. So n- never mind looking for the self-existent me. <coughs> me. Really look for me. What is the me? Where is the me? And then, and whatever it tells you, you point to it and you examine it to see if it's really what it's saying. Okay. Here I am. Okay. There's, I'm convinced that I'm sitting here. Okay. What is sitting here? Who is sitting here? And you start looking at what phenomena is appearing to you that makes you say, I am sitting here. What is really appearing to you? There's the body. I'm sitting on a cushion. Oh, the body is me. Okay, if the body is me, then you go on, you, co- you continue with that. Okay? But at the same time, holding on to that sense of me that you're convinced is here, and then you're going to prove to yourself, try to, try to prove to yourself that you are really here. Okay? Try to really prove that you're really here. Okay? And that's it. <laughs> uh, Uh...
I guess one last little philosophy <laughs> a philosophy concerning the meditation uh, unfortunately for ordinary beings in the very act of perception that's what Jesongkapa uh, tried to impress in his writings about, the, about wisdom in the very act of perceiving we inf- that might mm, Well, I'm going to not say my own words. <laughs> I'm going to refer to as much as I can to what Rinpoche said uh, last Saturday. Um, so, you hear, you're supposed to negate in your, in your meditation. If, uh, what do you end up, ne- you end up negating something. So this is philosophy. So, th- so you could say the philosophy of the experience of meditation what you end up negating is, is appearance itself. Why? Because your appearance is already tainted with self-grasping. Okay? Alright. Uh, go have fun. <laughs> <laughs> So if someone next to you is somewhat getting this correctly, those of you sitting next to that person, be careful. <laughs> that person may grab you, punch you to make sure that everything is real. <laughs> so take up, take up the posture. Recall your determination. And just have as vivid of a memory as you can of the sense of tranquility you felt earlier. And let that very vividness of that experience infuse your body, infuse your mind. So you find yourself very close to that that sense of tranquility. And as soon as you have a taste of it, bring your attention to your heart center. And to help stabilize it, observe five cycles of breath. (coughs) Then whatever sense of me you're experiencing, that's what you're going to examine. Does it exist or not? And what are the criteria for something to exist. The way it appears to be and the way it is must be one and the same. It cannot be anything else.
of that tranquility in which you find yourself and try to stay within that tranquil state and from within this tranquil state again and wish strongly as almost as though willing that they may be free from whatever problems they are experiencing that they may find true happiness and that the very tranquil state that you're experiencing may go out to them and become for them the freedom from pain and the gaining of true happiness even if you don't get it right but that action has created the potential for merits that are immeasurable with this understanding dedicate the merits of this meditation to the achievement of the ultimate goal back to the breath breathing in know you are breathing in breathing out know you are breathing out staying aware of the breath in this way slow I let you go since we were talking about experience and philosophy I have to throw in a bit of philosophy so that you don't go out thinking that he said nothing exists he said nothing exists I can't believe he said nothing exists <laughs> okay there is a flaw that exists but the flaw that exists we haven't seen it because the only flaw that we are seeing is a self-existent flaw and that self-existent flaw, that one doesn't exist at all. Okay? Alright. So you don't have to freak, be freaking out thinking nothing exists. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>